Hey boys and girls, you're listening to the Take Notes Kids podcast, episode 7, Anxiety. What I have found is that although a problem, anxiety does not have to be permanent. When it comes to this issue, I can only speak for myself and from a place of personal experience. As I sat down to write this episode, I had some anxiety about what I was going to talk about. I have no desire to point a finger and tell you what you're doing wrong or say that your concerns aren't valid. My heart is to simply tell you what I've learned about anxiety and worry and pray that it brings you hope and a chance to see change in your own life. Anxiety can affect all age ranges, all genders, all races, and all belief systems. Christians aren't exempt, which is sad, but true. Worry creeps in without warning and can take on multiple faces to deceive and trick us. If you're a Walking Dead fan, think of Alpha and the Whisperers. Sometimes even when the mask comes off, we still don't recognize the danger. Anxiety is by definition excessive worry and emotional distress. So this can be caused by a number of things, finances, relationships, bills, children, spouses, family, politics, men, women, peers, and so many other things. Sometimes it's due to health, although often poor health is due to anxiety, and sometimes it's hard to tell where one ends and the other begins. Now there are some natural and common remedies that many of us turn to when we're stressed out. I, for one, like to direct those feelings into my writing, but sometimes not even that helps. Food is another big remedy that's easy to turn to. I think there are just as many security blankets to turn to as there are issues. And again, sometimes anxiety can be so sneaky that we don't even realize it's the root cause of so many of our problems. It may sound hopeless, and on a certain level, I guess it is. But if there's one thing we can all use more of, it's hope. So stick with me because there is a happy ending to all of this. Does it help to hear songs about anxiety? Does it help to smoke a pack of cigarettes? Does it help to get lost in a song and forget the world? It can, for a minute or two. There are healthy and unhealthy ways to deal with worry and stress. But 99% of the time, they are just temporary band-aids that don't get to the root. I don't know anyone who actually enjoys being stressed out in the long run. That's why we keep going back to these short-term fixes. But what if I told you there was a cure? Now again, I'm speaking from personal experience here. So what I have found to be the only real and lasting antidote for anxiety is perspective. Without perspective, the cycle is doomed to repeat itself. And do I still get stressed out about things? Yes, I dealt with it tonight in preparation for this podcast episode. Sometimes the more you talk about anxiety, the more it comes at you. John 16.33 says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. That is Jesus talking, and honestly, if Jesus says something, we should be paying attention. 
earlier in this chapter, Jesus is telling his disciples about what is coming, that he is going to be going to heaven and leave. But then he tells them that he's not leaving them alone because the Holy Spirit will come. Jesus actually calls him the comforter. The Holy Spirit is a comforter. The disciples were confused. They were concerned and scared. They had anxiety about all this. They had to take everything that Jesus said to them by faith. The disciples loved Jesus and didn't want to see him go. You know, it's kind of like when our favorite boss says he's leaving the company and we start to panic. What's going to happen? Who could possibly take his place? But then he says, hey, don't worry, I have a plan. My buddy is going to come and keep things going in my absence. He's going to run this place just like I did and take care of you. And honestly, you want him to come because with him at the helm, you're going to see this place thrive. See, Jesus did all of the heavy lifting. He knows we'll have trouble, but he tells us to take heart because he's already overcome the world. He did that on the cross. Sickness, poverty, sin, death, he overcame it all. And when we align ourselves with him, we get that ability to do the same thing. There's a scripture that says, thanks be to God who gives us the victory. Thankfulness and giving thanks is a powerful weapon against fear and anxiety. It'll get your eyes off the issue in front of you and put your eyes on Jesus, the one who heals and restores and loves us unconditionally. And it's not an empty solution. It's actually very life-changing. All through the Bible, God tells us not to worry. Never once did he say that fear was okay. The only time fear is used in a positive way is when he is talking about godly fear, which is actually reverence and awe. It's not the same thing when you look at the Greek and Hebrew translations. We have to train our minds to have a godly and heavenly perspective. Life is temporary. Struggles are temporary, believe it or not. And I don't just mean because someday we get to go to heaven. It can be as easy as time and distance, or as amazing as a miraculous healing or revelation that gets down into your soul and changes everything. When we look at things the way God sees them from, from a place of triumph, they're nothing. These problems, they don't matter in the long run. When you start thinking about how much God loves you and the things he's provided and the tools he's given you, man, you can't help but just forget about your problems. Now, as humans, we do have basic needs and we do have desires, but God even thought of that. The Bible says that God will supply all your needs. Pretty cool, huh? Now, what about broken hearts or what about emotional pain? Well, in Psalms, it says that God heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He doesn't cause pain. He heals it. Some of us have horrible things happen to us that weren't our choice or our fault. And here's where it's important to know that God is real and good and powerful. He can turn bad situations around for the good. But if we don't believe that, then it's hard to see the other side. I don't know where you are in your walk with the Lord, but right now the best place to start is to go to my blog on shoshanasmith.com. I've shared a blog written by somebody else that I think will spark something inside of you, and if nothing else, it will encourage you. 
Now here is my last point, and this is something I have found to be absolutely necessary for overcoming the deepest pit of anxiety. We as Christians, as sanctified believers in Christ, have got to watch our confession. The things we say and the words we use are powerful. Proverbs 18.21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. We can kill ourselves with the things we say, but we can also give life. When the temptation comes to worry and I get worked up over something, it doesn't take long for me to rebuke it in Jesus' name and confess the truth. I do that because I want to be happy, not depressed. There was one night that anxiety just hit me hard and I had this knowing, I just had this knowing in my gut that something was off. And actually, I had been dealing with this constant worrying about anything and everything for a few days. That night, the thought started coming. You know the kind. What if this happens? What if someone dies? What if this, that? What if, what if, what if? I got so stressed out that I actually got out of bed, grabbed my Bible and a devotional on God's protection, and I went to battle. I started reading everything out loud. Then I grabbed this stack of cards that I've written scriptures on that I keep by my bed and I started reading them out loud, just shoving it in the devil's face that I was not going to lay down and keep worrying for a second longer. And you know, halfway through those scripture cards, I had a moment of breakthrough. This weight was lifted off my chest and I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that God's got this. He's got this. And my faith was planted firmly in the word and on the promises of God. We have to stay on top of our words and our thoughts. Peace is a benefit. You can have the peace of God right in the middle of your circumstance because you know that Jesus already won the battle and he will never leave you alone. He protects and provides, but he also tells us that we have power over the enemy. Our words have power, and we have to resist the devil. God already defeated him. Jesus defeated him on the cross. But we have to remind the devil of that. We have to remind ourselves of that. The best antidote to anxiety and fear and depression is perspective. God's perspective. Don't look at the problem. Look at the solution. Let the Holy Spirit lead you and stop trying to control the things that you can't. That's what I try to remember. Every time anxiety tries to slip through an attack, I go back to what I know, I go back to the Word, and I rest in that. So I hope this helped you a little bit. I hope it helped you a lot, actually, and um, I hope you were able to take away some things from this, and I definitely hope that you took notes. I have so many other things that I would like to say on this subject, but I will save them for another time. So for now, just want to say have a great night or great day and have a great rest of your week. All right. I will see you guys next time. Bye.